all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of May. Here's everything that you need to know. The total number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in India has inched closer to the 47,000 mark. This after the largest one-day spike in cases. The country reported 3,875 new cases, taking the total tally to 46,711, according to the Health Ministry's update at 5 p.m. yesterday. Perhaps one reason for the spike in cases is because of increased testing. India conducted its highest number of tests so far on Monday, as per the Indian Council of Medical Research. The government has increased taxes on petrol and diesel by 10 rupees per litre and 13 rupees per litre respectively in order to shore up revenue impacted due to the slowing economy. Yesterday, the retail price in Delhi of petrol was 71.26 rupees per litre and diesel it was at 69.39 rupees per litre according to data on the Indian Oil Corporation's website. This essentially means that the government is not passing on the benefit of lower crude oil prices to consumers at the pump. Of course, over the last couple of days, crude oil has been on a bit of a tear and last I checked, Brent crude was already at $31 to the barrel. The Indian government will deploy commercial jets, military transport planes and naval warships to bring back hundreds of thousands of Indians stranded across the world in what's said to be the biggest ever peacetime repatriation exercise in history. The first phase of the drive is estimated to help about 1.8 million Indians return home, according to the Indian Navy. Now, I mentioned yesterday that there's confusion about what services can be offered now that some of the restrictions under the lockdown are being rolled back. But amid the rising COVID-19 cases in Mumbai, the Brehan Mumbai Municipal Corporation yesterday decided to withdraw the relaxations in Mumbai City, including the permission to reopen liquor stores. And it also declared that only essential services will be available from today. In an order issued last night, the BMC said that only groceries, medical stores and chemist shops will be allowed to remain open in the city from the 6th of May, that's today. Meanwhile, the lockdown in India has forced 12.2 crore people out of their jobs last month, according to estimates from the Centre for Monitoring Indian Economy. The jobless rate, according to the private think tank, had surged to 27.1% in the week ended May 3rd. In news in corporate India, with less than a month remaining for the moratorium on loan repayments to end, bankers are considering extending the benefit to non-bank lenders and housing finance companies. After bankers met with the Reserve Bank of India Governor Shaktikanta Das last week, there has been some clarity on whether the banks can extend the moratorium to NBFCs. That's according to a senior executive at State Bank of India. During a video conference, the RBI Governor clarified that the regulator has no objection if banks were to allow NBFCs and mortgage lenders to defer repayments till the 31st of May. 
The government has extended the timeline for filing annual electronic returns under the Central Goods and Services Tax Act for the financial year 2018-19 till the 30th of September. It has also introduced electronic verification code and SMS-based authentication for GSTR-3B. Uh, a company can now furnish GSTR-3B for the period between April 21st to June 30th and authenticate it using an electronic verification code. Now, U.S. stocks gained for a second day with sentiment upbeat as more economies moved towards easing their coronavirus lockdowns and oil, as I told you, headed for its longest winning streak in nine months. But New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has warned against prematurely ending lockdowns, saying that the number of projected deaths in the U.S. because of the coronavirus has doubled because of the push to reopen. At a press briefing, he said that there was a cost to reopening rapidly. The faster the lockdowns are eased, the lower the economic cost, but the more lives are lost. Meanwhile, Pfizer Incorporated has administered the first U.S. patients with its experimental vaccines to fight the disease caused by the novel coronavirus, and it's part of a bid to shave years off the typical time that it takes to develop a new vaccine. The trials are being conducted at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine and the University of Maryland School of Medicine. In international markets, uh, the U.S. stocks, like I told you, gained on the back of optimism that the economy will restart soon. Two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were trading this morning, and they were moving in opposite directions, with the Kospi in South Korea trading positive and the Australian benchmark trading negative. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, the SGX Nifty at this point in time is trading flat, and we may see a little more volatility, as was the case yesterday, considering we are looking at a lot of sharp moves globally. But we move on to earnings, and Adani Ports and SEZ has reported a decline of 5.2% year-on-year in revenue, and its margins also contracted considerably versus 62.7% with net profit declining 74%. For the financial year 2021, the company will reduce operating costs and CapEx will be curtailed to just 2,000 crores. We also had earnings from IT major NIT Technologies where revenues declined 3.3% sequentially, net profit was down 8%, margins remaining largely stable around the 18% mark. The company board has approved the change of the name of the company to CoForge Limited. Watch out for earnings from Adani Enterprises, Yes Bank, and Kansai Nerolak, among others today. Moving on, we have the numbers from VST Tillers and Tractors for the month of April. Its power tiller sales was up 2.6 times at 761 units. Its tractor sales, on the other hand, declined 24% to 328 units. Piramal Enterprises has clarified that the news of KKR Group likely to pick up 20% stake in the company. It repeats 3,500 crores. 
is not correct and that is that there is no such proposal that has been placed for approval before the board. Wipro signed an MOU with Maharashtra to repurpose its Pune IT facility to 450-bed COVID-19 hospital. The hospital will be converted back to the IT facility in a year. And finally, in a key bulk deal, we have Amansa Holdings acquire 2.8% equity in Majesco at 245 rupees per share and DSP Mutual Fund selling 2.94% stake at the same price. Now, these are just some of the stocks that you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 